0: Got time for a quick story. Some country artists have had big pop crossover hits in their careers. There was a whole wave of them in the early 1980s, the big country crossover boom right around the time of Urban Cowboy. That kind of turbocharged the movement, but it had already started. And other times throughout history, going way back to the 50s, going up to this day. This day, Doing this interview in 2021. There, there's a country song right now that's in the top five of the Billboard Hot 100. Walker Hayes, Fancy Like, is there right now. So country can cross over. Most don't. Some do. Restless Heart, Lone Star, Little Texas. All bands, all with pop hits. I remember being a sophomore at Memorial High School in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. This podcast is based in my hometown. And hearing what might have been on pop radio back in uh, late 1993, early 1994. Amazed by Lone Star. I mean, hello. Number one hit on the Hot 100. It was everywhere on the radio. Pop radio. Late 99 into early 2000. After it had been a country hit earlier in 1999. Restless Heart had their share of pop crossover hits. When She Cries... Tell Me What You Dream Really Like, that song. Hearing that on pop radio in Eau Claire. And I'll Still Be Loving You is one of my all-time favorites. Period. I love that song. It has good memories. And that was played on pop radio as well. There's a lot of people that know the music of Lone Star, Little Texas, Restless Heart. Even if they weren't country fans, maybe to start. Maybe they've become country fans because of the quality of those songs. And the quality of those singers in the bands: Richie McDonald of Lone Star, Tim Rushlow of Little Texas, and Larry Stewart of Restless Heart. They make up the frontmen of country. They've been performing for several years, and the occasion to talk to Larry Stewart about the frontmen of country. They're going to be coming to Eau Claire on October eighth, twenty twenty-one. And me in Eau Claire in two days, actually. Going to be at Pablo Center at the Confluence downtown Eau Claire. 7.30 show. Of course, the uh, front men of country been around for a little bit with, of course, Larry from from uh, the Restless Heart, Bridget McDonald from Lone Star, Tim Rushlow from Little Texas. First question, have you, have you been to western Wisconsin, to the Eau Claire area before, to like Country Jam or any uh, other events around here?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Restless Heart's been up there. A few, quite a few times over the last two decades, absolutely.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah, we I. What's interesting is a lot of your songs crossed over, and as you well know some of the songs crossed over pop-wise. And I grew up listening to pop music around here, so listening to the, to the adult contemporary stations. And I mean, every time I hear "I'll Still Be Loving You" or "When She Cries" or "Tell Me What You Dream," like I mean, I remember hearing those as a kid and as a teenager on the radio here in Eau Claire. Um there so there's always been this I, I guess this fan base around here. What do you see in your audiences considering what I find fascinating about the front end of country? It's three singers from primarily country bands that have all had legitimate pop crossover hits. Do you see an, an audience that breaks beyond just country and a wider audience at your shows? Huh.
1: Um You know, back in the day, there's no doubt about it that we did see that. But really now, you know, even though, you know, we've had those crossover hits here and there, um, we really looked at, you know, lead singers from bands from country music, you know. Um, Now maybe some people came over and became country music fans from, you know, from hearing, you know, why does that have to be wrong or right or something on an A.C channel but uh um you know i don't know it's that's a great question man i would that's that really is because um i've heard a lot of musicians talk about you know they heard restless heart you know on a crossover station or an ac station or even a pop station and and they moved to nashville man i love hearing those stories you know how we influenced some some great musicians to come you know follow that but as far as today, for me, you know, 30-something years later, I don't know. I really believe that most everybody out there has been country music fans forever.
0: How has the show evolved? How, how has your approach to the show evolved since And I, and I know you've described before about how you kind of got it going with, I think it was with Richie, and, and you had Randy Owen for a little bit, and Tim comes in. and How has this evolved from when you first started to label yourselves the frontman of country to today's show?
1: Well, uh, it's evolved to where it went from a, you know, a, a part-time idea, where we went overseas during the off months, January and February, and, and you know, landed on the USS Truman, the USS Bush, Afghanistan, Iraq, um, you know, um, Parts of the middle east i mean that's what we were doing we would take the time to go over and, and and perform for the men and women in uniform and um you know as we continued to do that on and off over the last you know 10 years really um COVID hit and, and we decided we just you know sat around for a year and a half you know thinking about life <laughs> <laughs> where we are what we're doing and, and we just stopped to talk and said, you know, let's take this to another level. Um, and that's kind of what we've done. We decided to do some shows here this year with with the frontman. So So um, it's evolved into, um, you know, not just a, a two-month out of the year, but, you know, kind of doing a tour here in the States.
0: Mm-hmm. Ha, I, and I've asked this of other artists who have gotten back to touring as the year has gone along. What are you seeing, if anything, in the audience, I guess, appreciation of the music and their reaction to being at a concert post? I mean, we're not not out of the pandemic, but post the peak of that when there was nothing live happening compared to before all that happening. Have you seen anything different from the audience and how they experience a concert? Yes. You
1: know, in, in, in many cases, yes. I mean, you know, just really excited to be back. You know, rocking and rolling with, with the music, and and being able to you know get in a crowd and, and experience a concert, experience that music that they love. But I tell you what, I think it, I, I think it's probably meant more to us. You know, we're you know we talk about we artists talk about you know out there and performing for the fans again. Hey man, it's for us too. <laughs> man, we need that. We need this, these people. We need a, a crowd, and we need to be able to sing to people again. So. It really has meant uh, a lot to us to uh, be able to get back out on the road
0: again. How do you put your? How do you arrange the songs for how you're, you're doing? I mean, obviously knowing that you're going to be singing the song that you songs that you sang in, in your in the band settings. No, I, to-
1: I do all of Lone Star songs, and then Richie does all of Little Text No, i <laughs>
0: just got out. whoa what's this going on here that would, that would be a hilarious show if that happened i would just be like
1: wait. wouldn't that be hilarious that would I be so
0: funny i would love that but how do you do the, how do you do all the arrangement with like your band members behind you and do you do you go okay we're in a different setting here we can do this a little different than we would with our with you know when we did it with the band or if we're doing it with the band still to this day with with the original band how do you approach that or do you figure we're going to try to do this as authentic as possible because people know the songs what's your guys' approach to that
1: well really the approach and and what you know we do here is kind of like stories behind the songs you know just kind of talk about where the songs came from or what they meant to us or you know something that cool that that happened and uh just more intimate in this setting here uh that we're going to do in eau claire and um it's, it's just really cool to I me mean, to hear you know Richie talk about he was in, you know California and gone for seven weeks when he talked to his little boy he said Daddy when you coming home you know and he wrote I'm already there and it's, it's just really really you know again just kind of storytelling very laid back and uh, people love this setup you know people say oh my God I can't tell you how many times and I'm just just kind of tell you that. You know, people go, "Gosh, I think this concert is one of my favorite I've ever seen. It just really meant a lot to—to to really see inside the personalities and and, and get to know everybody, and, and you know, and then share all those number one songs with people. It, it's a lot of fun."
0: Yeah, I like seeing that someone posted in response to one of the recent Facebook posts. It was like, "What was it? A picture of a fan next to a cardboard cutout? I think of of one of you, or something like that." Going. That's a hardcore fan. <laughs> they're going by the cardboard cutouts and they're posting that. That's, wow, okay.
1: Oh, that's so sad. I hate, I hate that I wasn't around. I don't know what happened there.
0: <laughs> But there. But that's the thing. They're having great moments. So I'm curious for you, being part of this, what has been your favorite moment in the whole frontman of country tenure, even going back to its nascent days? What, what if there was one moment to go, wow, that happened, what would that be?
1: Really, I I've I touched on it earlier. Um, being able, able to go and you know, um, you know, one of those awful little prop planes and flying out in the middle of um, the Persian Gulf and landing on you know, the USS Bush or Truman or whichever one, and literally standing in front of three thousand, you know, Marines and uh, men and women. And and they sing your songs back, and and having, Kim or Richie, sing a song that really touches people, and they sing it back, and that, I mean, grown men, tough Marines, wiping tears from their eyes. I mean, I think I didn't grow up around the military at all, um, and so when I got into the business, I had a chance to go do that over in Europe and go to bases and. And stuff uh, with Russell's heart. I mean, it introduced me to what it really means, what it really meant for for those people to 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 take on that in their life and sacrifice so much and make so many friends and stuff. So um, still, still talk to people all the time uh, across the country that we met, you know, on the other side of the world, and and I just really think that's probably the most powerful. Thing you know, other than singing, I'll still be loving you on the Grammys with Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney sitting sitting ten feet away from <laughs> me. I mean, other than that, <laughs> you know, that would that. I think it's going overseas.
0: Yeah, definitely. I Have you? And I apologize for not knowing this for sure, but have you guys done this as or ever done anything as part of the USO for any any overseas uh, visits?
1: Not the USO, but Navy uh, Entertainment and and some others. I'm trying to think of the letters of those, but we never got to do a USO per se. But mm-hmm. A lot of stuff like
0: it. It's still that. That's that's really good. Um, if yeah. you if you could pick any song, and I'm sure you've been asked this question a bunch of times, but if there's any if there's any song of Tim's or Richie's that you would like to sing that doesn't. It doesn't even get performed necessarily. It could be talking like a deep cut or something from another project of theirs. if there is there a song you wish you could sing of theirs that doesn't usually get performed?
1: No, I don't like their songs no, <laughs> I just, I just listen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't even know where to start with that question. I mean uh, amazed um, I'm already there, just two of the greatest country ballads you know I could ever think of. Um, you know, Tim's got a ton too. I um, don't know if there's just, you, you know, one. Um, I don't know. I mean, all of them.
0: Yeah. You, you, you know? Maybe. Really? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Maybe the better question might be what what is it about their singing? That really, I mean, their personalities, obviously, you know them, you're friends with them. But what just about their vocal technique, getting to the basics of being a singer? What about Tim and Richie do you particularly admire?
1: Well, they're they're both singer-singers. I mean, they, they, and it's really funny you put the three of us together. Our three voices are not even close to sounding alike. But when we sing together, it's kind of magical, and uh, they really sing great. They sing with conviction. Um, they sing in tune. <laughs> 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 they they just know how to sing, and it's really cool to be, you know, on a stage with, you know, I I, I consider them world class singers, um, and uh, it's just a lot of fun to to feel that magic up there. One song after another after another after another is a big hit sung by a great
0: voice, and a lot of fun. Yeah. What would you or who would you consider to be the better frontman among current bands, ones that are currently on the on the country charts?
1: Oh, you know, there's not a whole lot of country bands out there anymore. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Few, but really, I think the greatest the greatest frontman of the band was Randy Allen. I mean, he he brought that earthy, rocking kind of in your face entertain the people put the people in the palm of his hand uh, you know kind of broke into the, one of the first acts to ever start doing arenas because we opened for them i i i would stay back the other guys would go back to the hotel and i would stay back just to watch Randy owen own the room and i you know i i had been to concerts with that you know, like bands, you know, through the 70s and 80s. You know, you take the Eagles, you know, there's really, you know, there's a bunch of front men in the Eagles, you know, three or four great voices, and they switch up. And and Randy just, you know, kind of showed me, no Randy Owen, but showed me how to kind of let go and and uh, reach out to the fans, reach out to the audience, and just you know, try to capture them. He always captured them.
0: Yeah, the performances, the like the TV show performances that you can find on YouTube from the early '80s, and see that like the energy f- comes through the computer screen. I mean, like, wow! I, they, he was jumping all over the place, and this is again in a TV setting on a TV stage back then, and like this he, was different. He was amazing.
1: Yeah, he really was amazing. You know, as the frontman of a the band, there are you know then Garth came along and he, and he started you know. Climbing speaker stacks and stuff. I mean, he kind of took it to even another level. Yeah. <laughs> you, know I mean? that, you were talking about some energy. Yeah, yeah. But I think Randy is really the one who broke the mold for country music and brought that.
0: He's an absolute legend. Uh, what are we going to see at the show Friday? Besides what you kind of pretty much already laid out, so someone's listening to this. What what do they ex- what should they see at Pablo Center?
1: Well, you know, if you're a fan. Of nineties country, and you know it's really gotten popular again um you know and, and and bring back memories bring your girlfriend or your wife or or your husband or boyfriend or whatever and if you uh if you love the nineties country, you're going to come there and you know for ninety minutes two hours um bring back memories and and you'll know. You know, virtually just about every song that we do, and, uh, and I, I think that's the that's the fun part. You know, because music is powerful. There's nothing more powerful than a, a song that touches somebody's heart. And you uh, know, I, I believe that the three of us, you know, have a few that would really reach out and touch anyone that came. And uh, to think that we could get together and do that, hit the stage, and and sing those songs to be, to be something, a part of something so powerful as a big hit song that touched people's hearts over the last
0: two or three decades is it's pretty cool. What's next for you guys? What are you working on bes- if there is anything besides the touring? What, what are you guys doing either individually or do you have other plans to do another front of country song? What, what's coming up next?
1: We are discussing that. We have recorded one song called If It Wasn't For The Radio. And it's just about how we came to town from our respective small towns in uh, Texas or Oklahoma, or in my case, Kentucky, and and, uh, helped us chase our dream. It's really a cool song, but we are discussing uh, new music and we have plans to go in and cut a few songs. We don't know if that looks like just cut singles or cut a full album. We're still trying to figure that out, but we have picked a few songs that we can't wait to record.
0: Well, it should be a great night on Friday night, Pablo Center. It, it is an absolute jewel of a place. Uh, I, I, I happen to sing in a, in a choir here in, in Eau Claire. We were on the stage this past, actually, this past Friday, recording a, a virtual concert, and it's. I love being in there every time. The, the place is—they designed it really well. You guys, I'm sure, going to have a great, great time um, at. In, inside the theater, coming up on on Friday, it has night.
1: to be a it has to be a great place because it has a cool name, Pablo Center. is just a cool name.
0: It is. I like that. Yeah, we yeah, we, yeah here in Eau Claire, we didn't see that coming. We're like, what are they going to name Pablo Center? Well, that's interesting. There's like multiple meanings behind it. So yeah, you're you guys are going to love being in that place. It's right on the confluence of the Eau Claire and Chippewa rivers, and it's it's gorgeous. So enjoy being here. On Friday, and uh, thanks for taking some time to chat with us, Larry Stewart. Uh, from r- obviously, Restless Heart, but the Front Men of Country in Eau Claire, Friday, October 8. All the best. Thanks for doing what you do and doing the songs you've done, and all the best going forward.
1: Hey, thank you. Great talking to you. Appreciate it.
0: Larry Stewart of Front Men of Country. You can learn more about them at their website, which is thefrontmenofcountry.com. Find them on social media; they're very active there. That that was again really cool when you get to talk to someone who sang one of the hits or several of the hits you grew up listening to, and there they are right there. There's a real fun chat with Larry Stewart, again the frontman of Country.com. This is the latest edition of I've Got Time for a Quick Story. You well, thanks as always to Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities. to Do. Uh, These uh, to do these interviews. Thanks also to Kay Wagner-Burney, who uh, helped to arrange this interview with absolute publicity. Uh, you can listen to a lot of these interviews at GreatestHits981.com. Go to our YouTube channel. We've got a link on our website. Or click on Interviews to find under features at the top, GreatestHits981.com. Listen to a lot of these interviews. And in some cases, watch them, ones we did via Zoom. Also, you can find Got Time for a Quick Story on a lot of podcast platforms. Subscribe to it so you know when new episodes arrive. And also uh, rate it, preferably higher. It'll get the word spread around even more. Got Time for a Quick Story. I'm Luke Anthony.